Hi Royal Community, this is Editing Michelle here. Wanted to put this little disclaimer in before this episode starts. Reason being is because we recorded this before any of the leaked Harry's memoir spare excerpts uh, were released this week. So if you're thinking that this episode might give you any of our thoughts about that, there won't be in this episode. We will be doing an Instagram live over on Keeping Up With The Windsor's pod if you do want to know before we actually talk about it on the podcast. But we still have an amazing episode coming up. So I'll pass you over to Rachel for today's intro. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the New Year's Honours list, Harry's new interviews, and we're going to be giving our royal predictions of 2023. So make sure that you stick around. If you would love to support us and keep us on the air, you can over on Ko-fi. It's K-O-F-I. Come on over and buy Rachel and I a coffee. If you want to be part of our VIP Royal community over on Ko-fi, you can. And what you get is extra Royal content, a Zoom call with Rachel and I per month, and also a private Facebook group where we talk all things Royal all week. If you want to join the VIP Royal community, the link is in the description below. Thank you so much for all your support. Grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and, and let's keep, keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keep It Up With The Windsors. My name's Michelle. And I'm Rachel. And the royals are still on their holidays. <laughs> Rachel, there's no engagements. Good for them, but not good for us because we're back at work. <laughs> we are, we're back at work. We need some time off again. But also, it's Catherine's birthday very soon, isn't it? It is, it is. And I wonder if we'll get anything official this year. Well, she's 41. It's on the 9th of January. I mean, bring it on. We're <laughs> super excited to see that picture. Yeah, today we're going to be doing a quick Royal Roundup for you. And also a highly requested Royal Community question was for us to talk about our predictions for this year in the Royal Family. Rachel, yeah. this is new. We've never done this before. We've never done this before. So predictions slash what we hope to see. Not yeah, because put it out there. Not everything we're going to say probably will happen, but it's what we think will happen and we want to see. So yeah, I'm very excited to be talking about that. And I wonder if it will be the same as Royal Communities out there, Shell. Exactly. Royal Community, when you're listening right now, have a little think. What do you think will be the predictions for this year? And also remember, we don't have any insider tips or knowledge. We're not the Royal Rota. This is literally just fan talk and fan <laughs> speculation. So I just want to let you know that right now. We are going to be um, heading the Royal Roundup with talking about the New Year's Honours list. So Rach, let's get on with it. Yeah, so this was announced last week and it's the first of the King's Reign. Which is big, isn't it? Yeah, this used to coincide with the Queen's birthday. So it's called the New Year's Honours list, the Queen's birthday list. Now it's the King's birthday list. Everything's got to change, isn't it? The King's troop in the colour, the King's <laughs> yeah. birthday parade. You're like, oh no, the King's coronation. Bring it on us, I say. <laughs> so we found out that Queen guitarist Brian May will be made a sir. And I don't know if you remember all community, but in the previous Jubilee, he did a magnificent performance on top of Buckingham Palace. Yeah. 
to God Save the Queen, didn't he? Yeah, was that the Golden Jubilee? Yeah, I think it was. And I just remember him, dear, 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 dear. And he's electric guitar. And I swear there was that fireworks. Well, community. Rachel was actually doing the guitar just now. That was so funny. Oh, I love it. Love it. Yeah, so he'll be made a sir, and some of the women's Euros football team will be awarded as well. So they'll be made Order of the British Empire, a member of the British Empire. So, Rach, we actually found out the ex-Royal staff member Jason Knaff was being made a lieutenant of the Royal Victorian Order. It is usual for staff members to be awarded for their work within the institution and working with the monarch or members of the royal family. Now, Jason Knaff joined the royal household in 2015 and was joint head of communications for William and Catherine and also Harry and Meghan and is most known for his role in the bullying allegations that were brought against Meghan in the courts. Now, he famously gave evidence during the court case against the Mail on Sunday, providing emails that Meghan and Harry had knowledge and gave information to Omid Scobie for finding freedom. I mean, this was a big deal, wasn't it? This was such a moment last year, wasn't it? It, it really, was. really was. Yeah, and then in the Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary, we also had a statement at the end of the programme from Jason Knaff saying he had to give these e- emails because he was asked to give them, not because he was like whistleblowing in any way. So it's quite interesting, isn't it, that conversation between the two of them? Yeah, because it was made out on the documentary. Jason wouldn't have come forward if William basically hadn't have made him. But in the statement, he basically said, in a nutshell, no, I was, I was made to by the courts so yeah yeah exactly Jason went on to work for the Royal Foundation helping William with the launch of the Earthshot Prize before leaving to work abroad I think he moved to America didn't he his partner was moving to America and they all moved yeah yeah, yeah. his partner got a job in America so that's the reason that he moved there and he said working for the Prince and Princess of Wales was the honour of a lifetime receiving this recognition means more to me than I can say I am incredibly grateful can you imagine getting a royal victorian order right <laughs> yeah and he gets to put the lvo on top of any letterheads you should get himself a cipher <laughs> <laughs> sure not only was jason knapp awarded but we also had other members of the royal household including zoe ware who is an assistant private secretary to william she's been made a member of the royal victorian order this one got michelle dawn murphy princess anne's hairdresser this yeah. woman's had the same hairstyle for like, the <laughs> 70s yeah but sure. i she can do that hairstyle herself by now. But I was going to say, Dawn Murphy, she's doing it well, you know, <laughs> to do it every single day that consistently, that deserves a medal. Yeah. She was awarded a Royal Victorian Medal. Virginia Carlington, who was an assistant master of the household to the then Prince Charles and the Duchess of Cornwall, has been given the commander of the Royal Victorian Order as has Anne's lady-in-waiting, Margaret Hammond. So again, like we said, this is very usual for staff members to be recognised in this way. It's not just a one-off because some of these staff members, like, for instance, Princess Anne's hairdresser, working for her for years, doesn't she? I would love, love, love to work with Anne. I would love (laughs) it. The royal hobnob. I would do anything. I'd love to make her a cup of tea. (laughs) You would love it. I'd love it. So yeah, so that was a nice little bit of royal information that we had this week because as we said, the royals are still on their Christmas break. Yeah, and the private schools here in the UK go back next week. So that's when we will see possibly William and Catherine out on their engagements. I also think there was a little tiny rumour, just a little one, that the king and the queen consort has gone off for a little mini break somewhere. Where they've gone, we have no clue. 
but I think that's probably what it is. Well, they deserve a rest, but they was seen on New Year's Day at the church in San Gino, weren't they? Yeah, right. Did you see how amazing Camilla looked on that day? Oh my gosh, Shao. Honestly, I think this is one of the best looks I've seen Camilla wearing. Yeah, I think so too. I definitely she think so. It looked fantastic. I actually posted a photo on our Instagram. So we've got a highlight called Fashion on Keeping Up the Windsor's Pod. So if you want to have a look at how incredible the Queen Consort looks, then go and have a check that highlight out. When I saw this, when you posted this on Instagram, I was so like not shocked she's she dresses really well but she just looked healthy and she looked like she'd had a wonderful break like a lovely christmas breakaway in sandrinum what do they put in that sandrinum water that's what i want to know <laughs> well they've had an incredibly tough few months haven't they so they deserve a little break they do shall let's move on Next week, we have Harry's memoir being released, Spare. Yes, we do. We do. And on Sunday, there's going to be two interviews. So one in the US, 60-minute interview with Anderson Cooper. And here in the UK, Harry, the interview, will be with Tom Brady on ITV. And the book will be released worldwide on Tuesday. Are you getting your copyright or are you definitely <laughs> a firm no? Do you know what, Shell? At the end of the day, I'm going to be able to read the highlights online. There's going to yeah. be so many people that will be reading this book that I'm not going to need a copy. I've said it before. I'm not going to be rushing out to get it. Mm-hmm. Will I read it eventually? Yes, I probably will because that's the royal fan in me wanting to know what he said. But mm-hmm. all the juicy bits of such will be spoken about on social media anyway and dissected to the nth degree as well. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be reading it. Whether I read it on the day that it comes out is another story. I definitely want to listen to the audiobook of Harry narrating it because I want to hear it in his voice, what he's about to say. But you know what makes me dubious, I guess, is we were all holding on to our hats with the Netflix documentary and it wasn't anything we haven't heard before. There were a few little tiny murmurings and I think that's probably what the book's going to be like. I think because of the amount of money that has been allegedly paid for the book and for Netflix, I just assumed it would literally be some real big juicy tell-alls. But we have heard most of the stuff before now. Nothing shocking unless they do name someone and put, you know, they were racist, they said this, they said that. Apart from that, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to be as cataclysmic as I was expecting it to be last year. Yeah, because it was the same with when we had the Netflix trailers dropped. It looked really shocking and it looked like they dropped bombshells. That's what it felt like. And then when you watched it, it was, we said it at the time, but watching the documentary, I felt like all the best bits were shown in the trailer. Yeah. To get you to watch the documentary. I think in a way, if this book wanted to have more of an impact, there should have been more of a gap between the release of that documentary and the release of the book. Because like from what we've seen, the little snippets from these interviews that Harry will be giving, there's a clip that I've seen where Harry is asked about the relationship between William and Charles. And he says, of course, I'd like a relationship with my father and my brother. Yeah. But again, this is this isn't the right way to go about it, Harry. And mm. we we've said it time and time again. Like what is in this book? We've heard reports that it's going to be quite damning on William. And it's it's really interesting because I was in the office today and I was speaking to people. Someone said, Well, if he goes after William, William's so loved in this country, the whole of the UK is going to kind of turn their back on Harry. Well, let's put it this way. We've seen the trailers for these interviews coming up on Sunday. And again, 
again, we're going to hold speculation. We're not going to say anything as we watch the interviews because they have cherry pick things to put into these trailers to make them more salacious or whatever, to make people watch them, which is fair enough. That's the media. But we will tell you everything when we watch them. If we, I mean, can we, I don't even know if we can see the Anderson Cooper one, right, Rach? We'll probably be able to find it somewhere, but... You know, it's not going to be aired in the UK, is it? No, it won't be aired in the UK. We might be able to find it on YouTube. But again, it will be the best bits of such will be all over social media, won't it? So we'll be able yeah. to find out the gist of the interview. And we have so many American listeners that I'm yes. sure you guys will let us know <laughs> what's being said. Please help us out. It's always the opposite way around, isn't it? Like we're saying about a BBC documentary that nobody else in the world can get. <laughs> and now it's the opposite way. So we thought this little section of the podcast would be different because we don't have any engagements to talk about. And so we're going to give you our 2023 predictions. Do you want to go first, Rachel? Do you want me to go first? You can go first. I I don't know what you're going to say, (laughs) Cheryl. I know. We we literally just plucked these out of thin air. My first prediction is that the Earl of Wessex and the Countess of Wessex will become the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh. And that will be given by King Charles during the coronation. That's kind of my hope and my dream for them. (laughs) Because I really feel like they deserve it. I would just be so excited if that happens. And also, he is now the head of the Duke of Edinburgh Awards. And it would just be such a lovely fit in connection with his father with what he's doing in his work and to have that title and I'm sure it was rumoured somewhere down the line that Prince Philip actually did want the Earl of Wessex to have this title when he passed away my fingers are crossed for him (laughs) maybe I'm a bit too uh, optimistic there you say that Shell and I've said this all along as well but I was thinking about this the other day and I thought wouldn't it be another lovely sentiment if the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh title were kept for when Charlotte's older and we know that titles are bequeathed when a royal gets married, right? Mm -hmm. So what if Charlotte becomes Duchess of Edinburgh just like the Queen was when she was still Princess Elizabeth? Possibly, but I actually think it makes more sense that Charlotte will be given the Princess Royal title at her wedding is what I think. I completely understand and I really hold on to it. Like, I think it'd be really good either way. But I really want Edward to have that title. Yeah. I really do want him to have that. I think it should go to Edward and Sophie. But my thinking with Charlotte is that then what titles are left for when those children grow up and they do get married? Okay, so take on to your point. Moving on from that, I actually have a prediction about this year with the Earl and Countess of Wessex, fingers crossed the Duke and Duchess of Edinburgh, is they will actually create a bagshot royal house. Oh, this is a big one. This is a big speculation. Hashtag Backshot Royal. Exactly. Because I think that what I've seen, and this is just an inkling, you know, think of your own royal community. This is mine. I would love for them to be a Backshot Royal account. And I would love for them to have more of a social media presence and also a, a communications team for them because they do vital work. And I think they are moving up in the ranks. You know, they have moved up one and they deserve that. They've worked so hard for the royal family. I just feel like they're going to take a more prominent role. And in that role, then Bagshot Royal will emerge. But 
I could literally just be plucking something out of thin air. I also have a pregnancy prediction. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a fortune teller. I'm just saying predictions. I think Beatrice or Eugenie will be pregnant this year. I've got a feeling. Well, there was rumours, wasn't there, at the Christmas Carol service that Eugenie oh, might there? already be pregnant. Yeah, because a lot of people were saying, does she look pregnant? I didn't know that. But again, Royal Community, that's just speculation. We don't know for sure. I'm not saying that because I think one of them looks pregnant. I literally just think that you know, looking at the ages of their children, if they did want a second child, it'd be a good time for them to plan that, if that makes sense. Let's see, what else have I got? Oh, all right, okay. I'm going to move on to um, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Are you ready? Go on. I think what we've got is we've had an oversaturation of Harry and Meghan in the last, say, six months. Everything's been quite close together, right? Yes, the fact that their PR teams, I don't think, timed their projects very well and they've all seemed to be clumped together Together. And I think we're a bit fed up of hearing the same thing constantly from Harry and Meghan. It's not what I'm saying is they should, you know, go like be quiet, like you're not allowed to have your voice. It's just you're saying the same things and we've heard what you've said already. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing new. And I think people might get bored of them in 2023 in the sense that if Harry and Meghan do go to the coronation, it will just be seen as another PR stunt if. The, you know, depending on what the book comes out like. So I, I think they're on a like a real thin line between being relevant and being oversaturated. Yeah, I completely understand. Yeah. The projects that they pick, maybe spread them out a bit more and be more particular about what they choose to be a part of and what they put their names and their faces to. Yeah, because I think a lot of people right now, maybe this is just the sentiment in Britain, but a lot of people are just like, why are we listening to this interview? We've just heard that in the documentary. Yeah. You know, and then you're saying that in the documentary, but you said that in Oprah. And, now and then you're going to be saying in the that book. in the book. <laughs> yeah. It's in the, like, do you see what I mean? It's like the content needs to be fresher mm-hmm. for us to be, to keep our attention on them, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I think. But I, I'm going to make the biggest prediction here. The biggest oh. prediction out of all of them. Are you ready? Go on. I think it's very important that Meghan and Harry are in favour with the head of the institution. So you heard on Oprah that they wouldn't ever speak bad of the Queen. But now the King is in the Queen's position. And so they need to be favourable towards the monarch. And I actually think behind the scenes, King Charles will make up privately with Harry and Meghan. And I think he will because he will put the head of the church role ahead of his personal discrepancies or any kind of behind the scenes institutional arguing that's been going on because the church has those values of family, of faith, of forgiveness. And those are more important than the king's ego. And I think that's what is going to be the biggest revelation this year that Charles and Harry will rekindle something or there will be a meeting and then it'll come out and some PR person will say they, they're on speaking terms. I don't know about William. I'm not quite sure. But those are my predictions. They're a bit out there. They're a bit <laughs> kind of like Mystic Meg. But I'm just going for And I don't mean Megan. I mean like Meg. There used to be a character on TV. Crystal Ball. Called, yeah, Crystal Ball, Mr. Meg. Um, that's what I think, Rach. So those are my predictions. Royal Community, you asked... You've got them. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> what are your predictions? 
Okay, so Royal Community, George will be turning 10 this year and I think this will be marked with an official portrait taken with the King and William. That's big. So do you remember the other year, well, a few years back now, we had the portrait of the Queen with George, William and Charles. Yeah. I think it's going to be the same. And if it doesn't get released for George's birthday, it will come out around the time of the coronation because it will be like, this is the present, the king, and then these are the two heirs. This is the future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that official portrait was taken or, you know, not staged, what is it, sat for when they were doing the Christmas puddings. Yes. When they had that engagement. Oh, no, 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 no. Because George was was a lot younger. Yeah, I think George was younger. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something different then. And don't forget, we've had, I can't remember what it was for, but we had years ago when George was a toddler, he was standing on books. Do you remember? Yes, yes, I do remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. So there have been a few photo opportunities like that over the years. But yeah, I think this will be the first official one to mark, as I say, either George's birthday or something to do around with the coronation. This always reminds me of like when we walk around Buckingham Palace and we see these, you know, yesteryear kings with their ears and you're like, oh, whatever. In years to come, that will be them. And someone's yeah. just walking past them in Buckingham Palace, you know. It's so yeah. strange to think that. Such a dynasty. Right. My next prediction or what I hope to see will happen is William will announce a collaboration of some sort with the Duchy of Cornwall. What do you mean by that? So we saw it a few years back, there was a documentary about how involved Prince Charles was with the local community. And when William became the Duke of Cornwall, as is his official title in Cornwall, we had him visit Cornwall, didn't we? And we had all those photos come out. So I think there will be a collaboration of some sort. And I'm putting it out there, Shell. It might be something to do with homelessness. Well, when you think about it, the Duchy of Cornwall has a lot of land and they are private landlords in Cornwall for farmers and for estates and stuff. So I think it might be something to do with that in the sense that they create a new development or something, but it's low cost housing or whatever. But then I don't know, because from a business point of view, it doesn't seem like a thing the duchy would do and maybe that's why it's such a prediction or something along the lines of we've seen and heard time and time again mental health how that's an important initiative of williams and mental health is a really important talking point within farmers because they're very isolated yeah and i've seen a lot of documentaries about this especially during covid and again, if it's not something to do with homelessness, I think he will bring the mental health aspects of his initiatives to the Duchy of Cornwall and he'll do something within that local community. I mean, it, it would benefit everyone all around, wouldn't it? Yeah. So again, pretty much out there, Royal Community. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Keep going, Rach. What else? Whatever prediction you got. Another one is the Wales family will tour a Commonwealth country, the whole family. William, Catherine, George, Charlotte and Louis will go to either Australia, Canada or New Zealand. I've put it out there, all community. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. If the king doesn't go to Australia, it will be William's family that does. Oh, this is another prediction for me. I actually think they will all go on a tour this year yeah. or the start of next year. Yeah. Definitely. And I think it will be in the school holidays. Exciting. Okay. Prediction number, what are we on? Number four for you. 
Number four. <laughs> Go for okay, it. going back to the coronation, I think that Charlotte will wear a new piece of jewellery that has been commissioned by the king. Wow. I don't know why. I've just got this feeling. We saw her with that beautiful horseshoe brooch that she wore yeah. to the Queen's funeral. And obviously they do have a lot of pieces of jewellery, magnificent jewellery in their collection. But I just feel like because it's the king's coronation to mark that, there's going to yeah. be specific pieces of jewellery that will be given to specific members of the family. And I think Charlotte will be wearing a special piece. You know, um, Queen Victoria, she was very small, wasn't she? Very dainty. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering whether there's any tiaras that would fit Charlotte that belong to Queen Victoria. I know you're saying about a new piece here, but I'm wondering about all the pieces that may potentially be too small to fit some of the people who are not, because like I say, Queen Victoria was small. Well, that's another thing, Cheryl. Do you think that Charlotte will be wearing a tiara or a crown? Because when... Princess Elizabeth and Princess Margaret were at their mum and dad's coronation. They wore crowns specifically made for them. So will yeah. we see that for the Wales children? I don't think so because they're the grandchildren. They're not actually the children. I definitely think it'll be Tiara. But I could be wrong and there could be a crown moment. But we also do know that King Charles wants to not have it be so fussy. You know, we say it every week on the podcast, we're going through a <laughs> cost of living crisis here in the UK. There are a lot of people going hungry, a lot of people not being able to pay their electricity bills. Food is astronomical. Gas slash petrol prices are astronomical. It would just seem like rubbing salt in the wounds to then spend more money on new items. Mm -hmm. I would love to see it, but I don't know from a purse strings point of view, it might not happen. It might be something older within the collection. And sticking with the coronation, I also think we were talking about paintings earlier, that there will be an official painting slash photo of the king and the queen consort together, just the two of them. And then there will be one with the Wales family as well. Oh, I love it. I'm, I'm loving all the commissions for the paintings and portraits. Bring it on. <laughs> paintings or photos. And I think yeah. Chris Jackson will be the one that takes it. Come on, there Chris Jackson. CJ, we got our CJ on it. <laughs> the one thing I will say, though, can you remember in the Houses of Parliament when the Prince Philip passed away and it was the Queen on her own walking through and behind her was the picture of Prince Philip? Yeah. Even though they seem quite fuddy-duddy to do now, to have a portrait of yourself, they are so important for mon the monarchy and especially in those places of interest so it would be lovely if it was a brilliantly new commissioned portrait and I definitely think it will be on the, uh, for the coronation Well you think William and Catherine they had their portraits taken as the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge didn't they? They did yeah yeah. I'm waiting so for the Prince and Princess of Wales one <laughs> in Wales they better be in Wales the Welsh brooch yeah <laughs> oh actually that is um, a question isn't it wasn't Catherine's pictures supposed to be on tour did they go on tour at the end or not yeah tour this year and then when the National Portrait Gallery reopens in London this year that's when they'll go on permanent display brilliant okay because I was so confused about that and that just jogged my memory so I can't remember what the pictures were now what were they the 40th birthday pictures. Of course. Okay, Rach, I think you've got another prediction, right? Okay, moving on to the Queen Consort. Yeah. I think that she will start her own literacy or reading initiative to coincide with the Royal Reading Room. Do you know what? We've mentioned the reasons why we think Camilla doesn't have her own initi initiatives. But now she's Queen Consort, it makes sense that she would have her own. And it has to be to do with literacy. It just has to. 
Yeah, I mean, the Royal Reading Room was born out of her passion for reading and it came about, you know, during a time when everyone, the whole world was not really doing anything because the majority of people were in lockdown. And she created that as a space for other readers to share their favourite books. And if you go onto the website, you have interviews with authors talking about books and showing you books from, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, first editions, absolutely amazing. And also the charities that we see her working with, some of the children's charities, it would make sense if she maybe did something with one of those charities. I'm thinking of, you know, when you was at school and you used to have someone come in and read to a class. I'm not saying the Queen Concert's going to do that, mm-hmm. but it will be something along the lines of that. And I think that her initiative will spark that within a, the community that she's built. Well, also, we have the royal connection of children's books because we've had the Duchess of York and the Duchess of Sussex both writing children's books. I mean, Sarah Ferguson, she's got her own YouTube channel. There's lots of different connections there with children and literacy and it's such a wonderful thing to do. So they are my main predictions. I have just thought of one more that I didn't add in, Rach, that I would like to add in now. And we've had so much chat about this, not just within the royal community, but outside, just in general articles and newsreels and YouTube videos and They're all talking about making the royal family even more condensed to minimize it, to bring it down to its bare players. And a lot of people are saying, will King Charles take the stand just like Queen Marguerite did and actually take some titles away? And if he will do that, I predict that he will do that this year. It makes no sense for him to do it any other time and for him to make all the changes and then move forward. So although it's not like me saying, I predict he will take this title away and that title away, I just predict that if it's going to happen, it will happen in 2023. Yeah, that's interesting. I just thought of another prediction, Shell. Go on. Here we go, Royal Community. Bring it on. (laughs) It's not so much of a prediction, but it's a rumour that I've heard. And I've heard that not only will we have Harry's book this year, Meghan will also be given her own side of the story in her own memoir. Well... I mean, again, going back to my prediction, I think they have to be very careful as to how much they will saturate the market. It makes sense that they would try and do as much as they can because, you know, the SEO juice will be out there when it comes to the coronation. It's going to be huge. And if their names are affiliated with that, then it just boosts their name, their profile. So, yeah, it's not a wacky one. Yeah, it's not, I, I definitely think it's going to happen. It's just a, if it's going to happen, it's going to be this year. Because like you said, the coronation is the biggest event within the royal calendar this year. And if she's going to release the book, it's going to be have to be timed after that because everyone's going to be wanting to know what's going on behind the scenes and what yeah. was said, what wasn't said, how she was treated, how Harry was treated. See, I think the opposite. I think that if they need money in the future, they will release it then because then it will be how did you feel when you curtsied in front of the Queen's coffin? How did it feel when you connected with William and Catherine walking to the well wishes at Windsor Castle. Those are the things that will, well, I assume would be in that book that would be interesting to read. And that would come afterwards, after all of the the Harry stuff has come out, the dust had settled, because then that is another way for them to create more income later on down the line. But that's me with my business hat on. I think Megan will resurrect her blog, The Tig, or if it's not called The Tig, it will be a reincarnation of that. 
So she'll be talking about travel and fashion and style and everything that she did on her blog. Mm -hmm. Because she was joining as a member of the royal family, she had to give that up. And I think that will come back in some way this year. (laughs) And the Instagram will be reactivated. She said that on her Archetypes podcast that she was thinking of going back onto Instagram. So if that is the case, it makes more sense that it would be this year. Oh, Royal Community, what are your Royal predictions for 2023? Come on over and let us know on Instagram, Keeping Up With The Windsors pods. Yeah, do you agree with these predictions or these hopes, what we think might happen? Yes. Are you like, no, that's way too out there? Or and let us know anything else that you think could happen and we've missed it because there's so much that could happen this year. Yeah, we have our 100th episode next week and we're super excited because we have some very special guests appearing on next week's episode so keep listening make sure you're subscribed make sure you favorite and like our podcast in your podcast apps and also make sure to give us a five-star review we would love you forever royal community don't forget you can also follow us over on our youtube channel keeping up the windsors we have lots of royal content there and if you'd like to become part of the vip royal community you can over on Kofi, K-O-F-I. The link is in the show notes. It's £4 slash six bucks. And we have a private Facebook group. We have a monthly Zoom call. We have all these extras that you can be a part of. Absolutely. You can also email us, keeping up with the Windsors pods at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being part of the Royal Community. We'll see you next week on Keeping, keeping Up, up with, with the Windsors. Windsors.